Y'all ready? Welcome in to the fifth dimension. Awakening in the Hero's Journey, a monologue with your host, Evan McDermott. And I want to welcome everybody in to the Fifth Dimension Podcast, where we are attempting to live more mindfully in the day-to-day and ultimately create a better world, create a better human condition so that everybody has the opportunity to be the best version of themselves. I'm your host, Evan McDermott, and I want to thank you for tuning into this episode, whether it be your first show or whether you've been here since day one or somewhere in between. Now, I know many of the listeners tend to be more on the spiritual path or tend to be very mindful in the day-to-day, and our own journeys are very reminiscent of that and similar to what is known as the hero's journey, the classic story structure laid out by Joseph Campbell. We'll get into that in a little bit, but a big part of growing, a big part of awakening is realizing the falsities placed upon you, whether it be preconceived notions of identity, ideas that are placed on you that you do not believe in. And ultimately, we have this quest for truth, this quest for becoming who we are meant to be and following our creative talents and following what it is that we want to do with our lives. So you could call spiritual awakening, if you will. I know a lot of people balk at that term, but it's not changing who you are, but descending what you are not. So back into the hero's journey the hero's journey is the classic story structure you can think lord of the rings hunger games even star wars harry potter they all follow a similar sequence of events this hero living a mundane ordinary existence as a call to adventure he faces many trials and tribulations but in the end he finds gold after slaying the dragon he finds truth he finds knowledge And he goes and spreads this tale of adventure and knowledge with others to help others. And the spiritual journey of growth and becoming who we are is exactly like the hero's journey. Now, why should you matter? Well, Campbell's model and his structure, looking at it step by step, is a perfect way to analyze where are we? On our journey what have we gone through where are we now and where are we going ultimately the journey of growth and the seeking of truth it's a never-ending journey certainly when we slay a dragon there might there will be more dragons and there's going to be more truth and more knowledge but you reach a point of finding truth you reach a point of no return you reach a point where You've grown into the version of yourself that you want to present to the world. And then you explore your creative process, your creative talents, the life you're meant to be living. But it can be a struggle to get to that point for many. And for many reasons. You know, our society 
does not emphasize self-actualization. And in fact, we pit, it pits people against our, themselves and there's judgments flying around and everybody's self-conscious and has self-esteem issues. And self-actualization is very difficult to achieve in the Western world. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through all three of Joseph's acts, Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, the departure, the initiation, and the return. And I encourage you guys to analyze where do I fall on the hero's journey without judgment. Maybe you're in Act 1, maybe you're in Act 2, maybe you're a self-actualized being and, you know, you're just growing and transcending. Either way, you're right where you need to be. So the hero's journey starts off ordinary world, limited awareness of a problem, you know, terms of personal growth a lot of times this is the feeling that i feel unfulfilled something is missing you know there must be something beyond what i'm living right now for me it was there must be something beyond this capital accumulation ultimately the living of the ego i'm a consumer let me buy 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 my way to happiness and countless countless cases of people who have all this money but are unfulfilled and unhappy and that can lead to even the darkest darkest caves so this ordinary world is step one maybe you're in step one and maybe you are feeling unfulfilled and that there is something missing and if so you're right where you need to be for right now and i encourage you to keep listening to hear what is your call to adventure step two this is where you enter the mystic and realize there may be something more. Truth is what is something more. What you currently know about yourself, your identity, the world around you, it is false. There is a increased awareness of truth, self, and that is available to you. That is what you begin to realize. There is more to this world than material. There is more to this world than acquisition of goods. There is love, there is compassion, and there is helping of others. And that is what gives you fulfillment. But how do we reach that? That's the ultimate question, and that's why we go down the journey. You know, this call to adventure, this increased awareness for me happened long ago, and I didn't necessarily know how to continue onward. And But it, I always realized there was something more to life after... It was probably in my early teenage years. My dad told me a story, and it always stuck with me for some reason. I didn't even necessarily know why until I became much more spiritual and adapted a growth mindset. But I would say my opening call to adventure was my dad told me a story. There was a coworker, and her son had just committed suicide. He was about 20, 21 years old in college, and his reasoning was he felt that he couldn't just live in this nine-to-five world of hate and division and that there must be something more to life, but he just could not find it. And he just felt that the world, as it was constructed, was a horrible and awful place. And that was the first time I had ever heard of that idea. I'm not sure why my dad even told me that story, but it stuck with me. And that is what opened my eyes to the idea that... We aren't supposed to be on this planet to 
get a nine to five job and get married and fill all these societal roles that were expected to fill. Now, the next step is sort of the refusal of the call, if you will. We're very reluctant of that change. And a lot of this stems from the ego and comfort and complacency. Maybe we're comfort comfortable, even if we are loathing in our suffering. You know, there are instances of comfort and maybe we have a nice job and we have bills to pay. And, you know, we're not necessarily even consciously rejecting. We're sort of stuck in our old habits and our ways of being. Now, again, it stems from the idea of comfort and complacency. And maybe we're in this stage. You know that there's something more, but you're not really sure how to continue onward. The step to reach the next phase, if you will, it starts with the willingness to move onward. You have to be willing to leave behind what you think you currently know and open up to an ideal of truth. And this is when you meet the mentor. You overcome your reluctance, the final stage of act one. Ultimately, when you are ready and you're willing to change, the mentor will appear. The mentor models truth, helping you along the way. And it's you know done with the help of others. You can think back to if you've, you guys are familiar with Ram Das. His mentor was Magrahi. Me, Costa Rica, I met Professor Neil Klein, who showed me this new way of being, a new way for humans to organize themselves. We can also get mentors from online teachings nowadays with the days of global connectivity and how we are able to connect with people all over the globe. Mentors are easily accessible and easily available. You sort of have to seek one out. And one will find you, one to you. That's how it works. For me, I would say a big mentor has been Ram Das, Russell Brand, uh, Timothy Leary. There are a lot of different mentors. Teek Nahan, the Dalai Lama. I gain inspiration and pick up different things along the way from all of these mentors to enhance my own personal spiritual journey. So what happens when you meet the mentor? Ultimately, this is when we start entering the initiation phase. We start attempting to live by these higher truths and attempting to live as the best versions of ourselves. But it takes practice and there will be a lot of setbacks and that's what we're about to get into. How often, you know, did Frodo go through the ringer? in the nine hours of Lord of the Ring movies. Like, let's be realistic. He didn't just, like, throw the ring in the fire after 30 minutes. Took a lot of tests and a lot of trials to get there, let me tell you. This is when we begin venturing into the unknown. We're glimpsing, we're experiencing the truth and the all-knowingness. Synchronicities, mystical peak experiences begin to take place spiritually when we adapt this growth mindset. We begin to feel that truth and that is what compels us to keep going during this initiation phase. We experience it. My first experience of this higher truth came during an acupuncture session and I talked about this um, in the 
I believe, the episode with Lindsay Warrington, The Intuitive Self. So if you're interested in hearing in-depth on that and the conversations around the intuition, I encourage you to listen to that. But I just felt the calmness and oneness that existed in humanity. And I didn't have the words at the time to even describe it in that way. It's been through meditation and psychedelic experiences and through getting to better to know myself that I realized it was that that calm, zen, oneness feeling of true love and compassion that happened to me when I was in Costa Rica. So that is when I crossed the threshold and committed to that change. But when you do that, that is when tests and begin to really make their way. We can call this the ashes phase. This is sort of the death of the old self, the death of lifestyles, the death of previous relationships, the death of friends, not in the literal sense that they're dying, but the ending of friendships, the ending of relationships, the ending of your old habits that you had grown so attached to. You know, for me, I got out of my relationship after coming back from Costa Rica because I felt that it no longer served a higher purpose. And again, I could I didn't have the words for that at the time. I was just like, I need some space. You know, you know how relationships end. We've definitely all been there. But these trials and tests are to see if you are committed to the path, if you are committed to the growth. Because to grow, we sort of have to feel suffering in a way. Healing traumas means almost reliving those traumas. We have to make a sacrifice. We sort of meet the shadow self, if you will. We learn about our darkest, deepest parts of who we are as human beings. So if you're in the phase of you know, sacrifice and attempting to rid yourself of old habits, oftentimes this can be men- there can be mental health struggles. I've had what you could classify as break- mental health breakdowns. I've been there, and it sucks. And when you're in it, can be extremely difficult but what what's happening is you're learning and you're growing learning through the adversity and it's difficult to realize that while you're in it so if anybody is in this phase please reach out to me i'd love to you know be accessible in any way so when you're dealing with these and growing that's when you begin to prepare for a larger challenge. You know, this is maybe setting a specific goal or aspiration or attempting to truly live by this higher truth and attempting to be the best version of yourself. You know, putting our newfound knowledge to the test, attempting to be who we are. And there's gonna be obstacles along the way. I mean, for me, it's gonna be me moving to California. You could argue that. Am I going to be independent and autonomous and move to the other side of the country? And that was sort of a big change for me. I have always felt very, you know, reliant on family for support. And I I almost could see myself going my own way and starting my podcast, you could say. And that leads us into the final act to phase and that is the ordeal attempting the big change 
making that big change, oftentimes it isn't what we expected. Oftentimes we still are feeling a little bit unfulfilled. When I moved out to California, I realized I had a choice. And that choice is what brings us into Act 3. We have the reward, seizing the sword, or the return. Ultimately, we're going to face setbacks. When I got to California, I had two options. I could truly dive in to what it is that I wanted to do. Being who I want to be, start up my podcast after talking about it for so long. Or I could dive back into the old way of being that I was living in when I was in Boston. And there were people who I got introduced to who could have allowed me to continue my old habits. It was very easy. And certainly there were setbacks and society tends to divide us by our setbacks. But the ultimate question is, will you define yourself by these setbacks and this potential return to comfort? Will you let it hold you back from your highest truth or are you going to keep going? Because at this phase, you've been through so much. It's right there for the taking. You know how to do it. You know what you need to do in order to live and be the best version of yourself. But are you going to do it? Are you going to be the person who lives in regret for not taking a chance, even though you know it's right there? You're so much closer than you even realize to your goals, to your aspirations. You know what steps you need to do, so do it. The battle is never truly over. You could say the ego is still fighting to, for, to return to what it knows, the comfort, the complacency. We're taught to fear the unknown. We're taught to fear the things that we don't know the outcome to. But once you make the choice to continue down to continue down the road of truth that is where you reach a point of no return and you will transcend you will evolve for me i can say this podcast was my point of no return once i started there was no going back once i truly committed to seeking higher truths on my spiritual journey there was no going back because I know what steps I need to take and I know I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't take them. So this is rededication to that change. Despite the setbacks, you continue. It's time to slay that dragon of the old self. Truth, true self is worth the risk of falling flat on your face and failure. And ultimately, there is no such thing as failure. Failure is just setbacks. And when you choose to divine yourself by setbacks, that is when you view yourself as a failure. Failure should simply be viewed as lessons. So final two steps. Resurrection. You kill the dragon. This is when you reach the point of enlightenment. This is that all-knowing belief in yourself what you do, and maybe this is not a specific point in that you can define a particular moment when you reach this and slay the dragon like in the movies, but you reach a point where you can look back and you can say, I am living as the best version of myself. 
that I want to. And I am doing the world of service by being me, by helping others with my creative, unique passions. You're able to overcome what you previously thought you could. You're accomplishing your goals. There's a feeling of self-worth. There's a feeling of fulfillment. Remember that thing that you felt was something missing? It's there. You have love for yourself, love for what you're doing, and love for life. That's all right there for you. You can get that. So, a final step. The dragon is slayed. Return with the elixir. Final mastery of the problem. Spread the love. Frodo returns to the Shire, let me tell you. Time to reflect on the journey. What did you learn? And what you're learning? You spread the knowledge to others. Life will continue to test you, but you've shown yourself before that you can overcome. So I was saying there is no necessarily end goal of spirituality, but it's a continual process of growth. And when you reach a certain point, fulfillment comes from helping others, from spreading love, from being ex- for being accessible to other beings and knowing that you have the ability to make a difference in the world. For me, this podcast is the elixir. It's if someone can take something from the words that I say, even if it's just one person, then I know I'm doing the world a service. I know that this is of a high purpose. So think back to the hero's journey. I'm going to attach a link with a hero's journey chart in the description below. Think of where am I on my life journey? Am I still living in a world of unfulfillment? Maybe I'm going through some trials and tribulations, but I know my higher truth. Or maybe I'm feeling bliss. Maybe it's time for me to start helping others and spread what I know. Regardless of where you're at, know you're at the right place and you know what steps you need to take to continue to move forward and I'm proud of you for engaging in this process of inner analysis because self-analysis is hard it's scary and they don't necessarily teach us how to do that in our schools so it's gonna about wrap up this episode of the fifth dimension but here's how you can help the show Please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever your listening platform may be. Subscribe, follow, share with your friends. Ultimately, getting the word out about this podcast is how it's going to help people and how it's going to help more people. Maybe think of somebody you know who could benefit from this episode and send it to them and say, Hey, where are you on your journey? You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash fifth dimension. If you want to give some love donations, appreciate them all. Find us on Instagram at Evan McDermott or at the Fifth Dimension Podcast. Or find us on TikTok, the way to the future of social media, at Evan McDermott. And you can also find us on Facebook, Fifth Dimension Podcast. Uh, with that, it's time to give thanks. Thank you, Roundtree, the man of the music, the man of the beats. And check out his collaborative album, Atlas Roundtree, on all streaming platforms. Uh, thank you, Clark Silva, for the podcast logo. Trying to get an episode of him. I think he would enjoy it. Uh, thank you, Ian McDermott, for promotional podcast photos. Turned out wonderful. And thank you. 
the listener tuning in this far, engaging in the process of self-analysis, which is very difficult to do. And for all the love that you're giving the Fifth Dimension podcast, it's truly appreciated. Anybody who has any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, or wants to come on the show, please let me know. I'm always happy to engage with you guys. Check out the other episodes we got available, and I'll see you next time.